Is this the show? Oh no, I'm just I just pushed it so I don't have to think about it. Got all this. More and more when I when I'm here from people that I respect hearing about the Beatles writing songs or mm-hmm. you know, Steve Martin crafting comedy. It's really showing up and doing that work consistently. Yeah. And even when that work isn't good, yeah. It's just that consistency. You you unearth some nugget and you hone your skills at the same time. But there's this right. idea that we have or that I have had of the artist being inspired. And more and more the art that I'm enjoying when I when I can peek behind the curtain, there's not a lot of inspiration there. Yeah. I think there can be I I really like I don't remember who it is that says it, but like there's some quote I remember seeing that basically talks about like how the muse does show up like there is inspiration but the muse likes to find you working <laughs> like you know mm-hmm, like and mm-hmm. that you have to kind of show up first and then and then inspiration comes you know or like yes I yes and i think that's the same idea all right so <laughs> Another zero subscribers episode. <laughs> Go away if you're listening. I, well, I, th- I just thought we could chat a little bit. When we started talking about zero subscribers and recorded that first episode, we kind of talked about some different ideas. One being this quarterly learning yes. thing. And yesterday we recorded our first quarterly learning episode. We did. <laughs> and we picked a topic to dig into and learn um, for this first quarter of 2020. That topic being humor. Yes. And I thought it would be interesting to kind of just talk a little bit less about humor or the idea of quarterly learnings and more about that experience. We have a kid here miming to us trying to get us to oh. pay attention to her. Go what's, ahead. What's up? What I was wondering if you were recording. We, we are, are recording. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Do you want to say anything? No. Okay. I guess I, I was curious to just spitball a little bit about... The process of actually acting on an idea or kind of what that was like to record that episode. The process of acting on an idea. Yeah. When an idea becomes action. Yeah, I think that we have talked about kind of having lots of ideas and not knowing kind of which one to do or kind of just... It's your Sylvia Plath quote. Yeah. Yeah, they all start withering if you don't pick one. Mm But picking something also kind of limits you to, you know, it means not picking other things. Yes, there's opportunity cost to all of them. Yeah. And I think I'm just curious how you felt about, I mean, we, we kind of made a choice yesterday. And I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah. Um, about doing quarterly learnings. But I'm curious how you felt about that. Uh, I thought it was good, and I'm looking forward to it. I was particularly, and in particularly, intrigued. You you were the one that really decided that the topic. humor would be the thing, uh-huh. and um, I really like humor. It, it wasn't really on my radar. I thought that was intriguing to me, particularly because I don't really see humor as a big value in your life, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at least not in the same way that I value humor. Mm-hmm. So that was really intriguing to me to explore that with you and to see what what that's like and how you interact with that so I'm I'm looking forward to that I think like we've talked about before doing something 
is really helpful in being able to do it again. Yeah. And so having done some zero subscriber stuff, I know what it looks like to record something and yeah. have a conversation on mic. Not that I feel necessarily skillful in that, but it wasn't an unknown thing. Mm. And I like talking with you. Yeah, I think I've been thinking a lot about this idea just of taking action, mm -hmm. you know, and of making mistakes. Like, I honestly don't know that Zero Subscribers has much more, that we have much more in, in us to say. It doesn't really have a clear topic. I don't know where it's going. You know, right. like, we've yes. done these, this is like the fourth time we've done these Zero Subscriber recordings. But I don't know quite where this is going. It's most likely a mistake or a false start. But you're right. I don't know that we would have started quarterly learnings if we hadn't done these episodes. Right. And I think I've been thinking a lot about that. Like, I don't know that we give ourselves enough uh, space or credit for just starting things, even if they end up being false starts. I think, I think as a society, we tend to place a lot of guilt and shame on those kinds of false starts and when things don't work out. Mm. Or at least I myself place a lot of that on my, me and I impose or envision other people placing it on me Yeah, <laughs> when things don't work. <laughs> but they could be stepping stones. A stepping stone yeah. is not something that you stand on. It gets you somewhere else. And mm. if you stayed there, it would not be serving its purpose. Yeah, that's a good point. So I feel like exploration, playful exploration is yeah. good. I think that was the whole idea behind mm. Zero Subscribers mm -hmm. is, a, is a way to explore and play without any pressure. Yeah. You know, it was a little bit in jest, but having that freedom to not feel like failure is failure even. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. And I, I think it has a ton of value and I'm realizing that more and more as I get older. Mm -hmm. And yet I don't know that I, I don't know that I was taught that much. And I don't know that I, I just don't know that there's a lot of space for that in, you know, like I think, I think of friends I have who've started businesses and it hasn't worked out or myself, I've started all kinds of things that haven't worked out. Mm -hmm. And I think that generally there's this, I, I don't know. I mean, I remember having a conversation, I'm not going to name names, but you'll know what I'm talking about, um, with someone I respected and them telling me that I lack persistence and I don't fall through things because I would start these things and they wouldn't work um, and then they would fail. And, and I think I felt like that blame was on me, like mm -hmm. that. I couldn't stick with something long enough to make it work or I couldn't persevere past something or, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm starting to realize maybe that's not actually a true story. There is this sense, yeah, among even friends I have who've started things that haven't worked out, like that if you start something and it doesn't work out, then there's, it's easy to extrapolate to I'm a failure mm -hmm. or to I did something wrong or I didn't stick with this long enough or whatever. <laughs> and then to have some fear or extra burden in starting something else again mm. and I'm just I'm wishing and finding as I get older I'm wishing that that wasn't the story we tell ourselves or that we tell each other and that instead we could see those things as oh you failed 10 times and you're way more qualified to do this next project and and, and rather mm -hmm. than it being a burden to keep you from doing things that it should be something that opens you up to doing more things yeah um, I think it's you can do that more when you're purposeful at the end yeah. Instead of just letting yourself feel like a failure, hmm. really looking at it and saying, why did this fail? What went well? Hmm. What in the future would I do differently? Yeah. And then it's not just a failure, but it, then you can learn from it. And then it yeah. can really become a stepping stone. Somebody <laughs> was talking about failure and they basically were saying they try to fail a lot 
but squeeze all the value out of those failures. (laughs) I like that. To just mug them and take everything that you can from them. And then it's hard to see that as a failure then if you Mm. are extracting all the value out of it you can. Yeah. But if we don't examine it, then it's super easy to fall into that feeling of... Well, and I'm sure easy to just repeat the same pitfalls too and... And I think that's good to do even when things go well, to say, why did this go well? What well, went differently? Hmm. And then, then you can really use those failures in the future rather than them being a burden. Makes me think of the, um, the questions. After action report? Yeah. Who's that? Navy SEALs that do that? Or? The SEALs definitely do it. I think it might be throughout the military. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what those questions are. It's like, what worked? What didn't work? What would you like to do differently? Is, yeah. that, is that the... That's how I remember it. I think that's good. You're right. Like, there does need to be some intentionality to those failings or to trying things, whether they succeed or fail. I think that's a way out of the trap of feeling burdened by failure. I think I'm also realizing, too, though, that even when things aren't failures, like when you just drop things, and maybe it is purely a lack of persistence, sometimes I think that 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 is more okay than I used to think it was too, if that makes sense. Mm. I, I think there's definitely something to be said with persist for persistence and for sticking with something. But I also think sometimes it's really, I, I think I think about creativity and how creativity is sort of this, I have heard people talk about creativity as sort of this crossroads. It's like where two different things combine or connect Interesting. Um, or innovation, like kind of this where, you have a question or idea and it percolates and, and then you come across something from some other area and that inspires some, there's this like cross contamination almost that results in creativity. Mm. And I think sometimes we miss out on that cross contamination for lack of a better term, um, or that kind of crossroads of two different ideas intersecting to make something unique and creative and, and innovative because we, only move in one direction or value persistence um, or staying with something. Maybe we don't, maybe our generation doesn't value that as much as past <laughs> generations, but, but does that make sense? Like, I think something actually kind of magic happens when you try a lot of different things and mm-hmm. don't stick with stuff. Right. Um, and when you have experience that spreads across a broad spectrum of areas, mm-hmm. you have the opportunity to draw from different resources Yes. Um, that you wouldn't have had if you had stuck with one one thing or one lion yeah definitely makes sense yeah there's that book range that talks about the generalist and how being able to see things from different points of view is really valuable rather than having a narrow specialized yeah kind of a viewpoint and i think there is value in that narrow specialized viewpoint too and there is value to persistence but i think i'm also i think in the past I have viewed my own flightiness, <laughs> maybe, mm, mm. as a negative. Yeah. And I've been told it's a negative, and that's the story I believed. And I think I'm starting to question that story a little bit mm-hmm. and just start starting to see, like, maybe this isn't actually a negative, and maybe this is actually a tool and a resource and a, and a positive that I could use in my life. Yes. If I make it work for me. Yeah, I, I think we need people who both go deep and who uh, go wide also. And I have had similar thoughts in my life that I feel a little more like a generalist. I had a hard time with that in the past. Mm-hmm. But I have been seeing it as more of a, an asset. I think it is. Like, I just don't know that we always 
it's not so easy to see how it's an asset. Yeah. Well, it's less qualitative. Qualitative, quantitative, mm. what's you know, mm-hmm. that's the word I'm looking for. Like it's it's less easy to put on a resume. Like yes, it's not like sure. I stayed at this company for ten years and did this mm-hmm. thing and went deep. I've been doing this thing. Yeah, I know, I know it didn't. So happen. like my resume looks terrible, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but I feel like I can enter into a position and I can see things that other people don't see mm-hmm. and definitely and um, come at things from a different point of view because of broad experience. Yes. And I think that that is a gift and an asset. It's just a hard thing to sell other people on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not a very recognized asset or gift, mm-hmm. maybe. So, yeah, lots of different podcasts. <laughs> we started another one. <laughs> and I'm excited about it. Yeah, me too. It'll, uh, that'll be an interesting thing to explore with you. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. Maybe it'll be a failure. Maybe it'll be a false start. <laughs> maybe it'll be awesome and we'll learn lots of stuff from it. I guess that's um, it for this episode of Zero Subscribers. If you want to check out Quarterly Learnings... That will be coming out soon. Quarterly learnings. And we will be exploring the topic of humor for the first quarter of 2020.